This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. knows better he does our father you and I according to the Bible Jesus said if if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more your father in heaven puts us all on a level playing field right every single one of us is evil we don't like to think of ourselves that way I'm not that bad I'm really a good guy yeah but God says from that perfect holy perspective, you're evil. We like to measure ourselves against other people and tell ourselves we're not that bad, but as Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message, in light of God's holiness, we are evil. He is the only one who is good, and we need to trust Him and submit ourselves to His good and perfect will. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. You see him doing something which does not lead to death. Well then ask and and he'll give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death. Now, don't assume we're talking about spiritual death. I think a lot of times we read that and we make the assumption, but it, it, the reference is physical death. It's not talking about hell. This is talking about something that, that leads to the death of an individual. When I was about 12 years old, my uncle W.J. had a heart attack. Had to have bypass surgery. He was a believer but he was also what they referred to as a ladies' man. Apparently, he had cheated on his wife a couple of times over the years. And at the time of his surgery, he was in a relationship with a lady who was married herself, had a couple of kids. They were both moving toward getting a divorce. I think both of them had hired lawyers and were, you know, in that process so that they could get married and be together. And then all of a sudden he had a heart attack. He got a wake-up call because he knew what he was doing was not in harmony with God's best. His surgery was a success. We were there, I remember, as a little boy, you know, in Baptist Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia, and standing out in the hallway, and my, uh, my grandfather, his dad, had been in and talked with him, and the, he was complaining because my, my grandfather 
there was a good bit of Native American uh, ancestry there. My, my grandfather's first wife, W.J.'s mother, was, was a, a Cherokee Indian. My grandfather was, his mother was a Cherokee Indian. So the, the, the two first kids, W.J., looked like he was Native American. And he said, I had one hair on my chest, and that doctor shaved it off. <laughs> the doctor told him, you know, if you'll just take care of yourself, you'll live another 42 years. He was 42, 42 years old. And he died that night after the doctor told him, it's all great, everything went well, you're going to be fine, you're going to live another 42 years if you'll just, just eat right and exercise and take care of yourself. He died that night. And it was, uh, it was a medical mistake that, that caused it, and the, uh, the family immediately circled up, and my grandfather said, my grandfather said about his oldest son, he got right with Jesus, and this is Jesus protecting him. He just brought him home so he couldn't keep messing up. I think that's what this passage is about. I've seen that happen more than once, by the way. I can think of three situations where I, I firmly believe that's what happened, that, that the Lord... It wasn't a punishment. You know, sometimes we look at it like a punishment. How can that be punishment? You don't, you don't have an understanding of heaven if you think leaving here and going there is, is a punishment. And I firmly believe that, that, you know, with my Uncle W.J. and with at least two guys that I've known in this church that God just snatched out, it wasn't punishment, it was rescue. I need, I need to just, just go ahead and bring you home before you make more messes and involve more people and continue down this path. And so God tells us, you know, if somebody's committing a sin that leads to death, if you think that's what's going on, he's like, I'm not telling you to pray, you know, don't, don't put yourself in the position of praying against that. But most of the time, that's not the case, right? I mean, most of the time, we see a brother in sin, and, but, but, but as a result of the sin, maybe they're battling sickness. You know, it's, for example, in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty seven, Paul rebuked the church in Corinth. He says, talking about the communion, he said, therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. A euphemism for death for Christians. This is talking to believers. You see what I'm saying? This is speaking to believers who were, at, you know, just disregarding the the, the Lord's Supper, not, not attributing to it the gravity that he, that he wanted. You know, it's like this is, this is not just grape juice and crackers here. This is not just a glass of wine and some bread. You know, we're, what we're doing here is to, to commemorate, to remember. And, and he'd already rebuked. It's like, you guys sit down, you're, you're pigging out at the communion table. You know, you're, you're misbehaving. You're not, dealing, you're, not, you're not taking this seriously. You're treating it with contempt. And so some of you, because of that, God has just, you know, setting a bad example for the rest of the family, then he, he takes you out. 
There are times when he does that, but there are times when, when that's not the case. But listen, this is also a clear biblical exhortation instructing us not to pray for healing under certain circumstances. And, and it's just too important not to at least point that out to you. That there, there, he's telling us that there are times when I have no intention of healing that person. So don't ask me to. And now that flies in the face of, of some of what we've been taught. But again, remember the context. Remember the, the point of the message, the point of what, what we're discussing today. Who knows better? He does, our Father. You and I, according to the Bible, Jesus said, if, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your Father in heaven? He puts us all on a level playing field, right? Every single one of us is evil. We don't like to think of ourselves that way. I'm not that bad. I'm really a good guy. Yeah, but God says, from that perfect holy perspective, you're evil. Until he changes you, until he transforms you, until he perfects you, he's the only one who is good. And he is. He's perfectly good. He is love. He is omnipotent. You can trust him, and you need to submit yourself to what he says is best. Whether we're talking about sickness, physical death, Prosperity, giving us our requests, we need to remember. As the darkness presses in around us, Jesus says in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. You remember what he said a minute ago, talking about light, the scriptures being, being light, that the point of, of light is so that you can see, so that you don't go tripping over stuff, so that you can see the path in front of you. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You and I need to defer to his judgment, and we need to do it in such a way that others see it and gain understanding by it. That it's not that you're so smart. It's not that you're so gifted. It's not that you're so talented. But it's that you, you know and love and trust the perfect one. And he loves them. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 John. As Pastor Robert teaches through this book, we'll learn that by simply confessing our sins yields a promise from God. If we confess, He promises to cleanse us completely. This is just one of many truths we'll learn in 1 John. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. 
we'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues teaching through the book of 1 John, right here on Main Thing Radio.